Welcome back to our daily Bible study time. We're in 1 Peter chapter 5, and in some wonderful verses, we've been talking about how if we humble ourselves, God will exalt us, and that if we don't humble ourselves, he will humble us, and that's not a good experience. But let's pick up in verse 7. This is a little verse. It's very short. It's only a few words, but listen to what it says. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, several things in that verse are strategically important for the believer. First of all, he says, God really cares about us. He really loves us. He wants to be involved in the daily concerns of our lives. Everything that makes us anxious, everything that would cause us to worry, everything that would bother us, anything that would cause us to to make our life out of sync. He wants to be there to make a difference in that area of our lives. And he says, here's what I want you to do. Because I really care for you, I want you to cast that anxiety on me. Now, you say, well, I don't know what that means exactly, and I don't know exactly how to do that. But when you cast something you 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 take it and you you put it somewhere else and roll it off is an expression that's used in the old testament roll off something from you to someone else or to something else so when we cast our anxiety on him it means we give it to him we come to the lord and we say lord you know i have this financial need and i'm really trusting you with my finances and I'm giving like you want me to give, and I'm trying to be careful with my spending, but I have a need, and I ask you to show me what to do, and I ask you to provide for me because you said that you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. And so you, you say, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give this to you, and I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to trust you to guide me. So you turn it over to him. Now, that's, that's what it means to cast. It means to turn it over to the Lord. It means to give it to the Lord. It means to let it go to the Lord. But the only problem with that is we have a tendency to take it back. We give it and then we take it back. If, if we have a problem, something that's worrying us, something that's bothering us, something that, that's really serious, and we give it to him, Lord, I give you this problem, I give you this need, then we tend to take it back because it's on our mind so much. There's only one way I've found, and, and through the years God showed me this, and it's made a definite difference in my life when I have a real problem. I bring it to the Lord. I stand before him and say, Lord, I give you this problem. It's totally yours. I'll do anything you want me to do to help work it out. You just show me and I will go talk to someone. I will go, I'll go whatever you want me to do. If you just lead me, I'll do it. But I'm going to turn this problem over to you right now. And Lord, I want to thank you that you're working out my problem. And you're going to show me the answer, and you can use me any way you want to to solve it. And so I give it to him. And instead of taking it back in a few minutes, every time I start to think about it again, God showed me what I should do is just thank him that he has my problem and that he has the answer to it. So every time I start thinking about it, I say, thank you, Lord. I want to give you praise that you have my problem. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't have to fret about it. I'm available if you want to use me. But guide me to know what to do. I just put it in your hands. I can't figure it out. I can't work it out. I don't have the answer. 
And as you do that, peace comes. And every time you thank him that the problem is his, instead of taking it back, your faith grows and it builds and it becomes bigger and bigger and greater and greater. And you're able to move forward with God in a way you never have been able to do before. That's why the psalmist says in Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Cast it on him. Give it to him. That's why Jesus said, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So we have to bring it to him and we have to leave it with him. It's a little bit like if your car is not working and you take it into the garage and you say, I think it might be this, I think it might be that. And the guy says, well, we'll check it all out and we'll fix it. And then you get back in your car and drive it out of the garage. Well, they're not going to fix it if you don't leave it with them. And God's not going to be able to help you solve your problem. And he's not going to be able to give you the answers you need. He's not going to be able to show you the way if you don't leave it with him. So practice that today. Cast all your cares upon him because he's the one who cares for you. This great God of the universe who sent his son to die for you and who cares enough that he would make that kind of sacrifice, cares enough that he will meet your need on a daily basis. Now, I want you to notice something else. He goes in a different direction. Verse 8, Peter says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. First of all, I think it's important that we recognize we have an enemy, and that enemy is Satan, and he, the devil. The devil means slanderer. He slanders us to God. He slanders us to ourselves by telling us we're worthless and no good, and he slanders us to God by telling God how weak we are like he did Job, but God doesn't listen to him, and he slanders us to other people and makes other people think things about us that aren't true. And then Satan is the word for adversary. Adversary, it means the one who stands against us. And here Peter says he's like a roaring lion. And, you know, there's nothing scarier than a roaring lion. When a lion roars, he has a, he has a noise that he makes that's, that's ferocious and it's just intimidating and it's really, really scary. And, and he says, I just want you to know that's our enemy. But he says, there's a way out. Resist him standing firm in the faith. How do we resist the devil? Well, first of all, how do you know if the devil is doing something in your life? Every temptation, whether it comes from people or things, the devil always is, wanting to, is a part of that. So every time you're tempted or pulled in the wrong direction, then resist it standing against the devil because he's involved in that and he, he wants to bring you down. The Bible says he's a thief who has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he doesn't want us to have the abundant life that Jesus has provided for us. And if nothing else, he wants to wear us down with the problems of life and cause us to give up in frustration and defeat 
And if he can't defeat us, he will look for someone close to us to defeat whose defeat will defeat us. For example, if our wife or husband or child or parent or friend begins to fall apart, it will sometimes cause us to fall apart if we don't trust the Lord. So let me just say today, resist the devil. We're going to talk about how to resist him tomorrow. Don't miss being with me.